You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 395. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. been like, I have to work out and for it to be successful, I have to do it in the morning? Or have you looked at everyone else that says they wake up early and be like, for me to be successful, I have to wake up early too? Or I, if I'm going to journal, because we've been making the case for journaling all week, if I'm going to journal, I have to do it at night after my day has happened. Have you ever asked yourself any of those questions? Or really, in the most simplest form, looked at creating a new habit or routine that you know will be beneficial for you, but then you have some kind of rule that everyone else does it in the morning or everyone else does it at night or during lunch, and that means that's the time you have to do it too. And then when it doesn't work out, you just stop because you didn't do it in the way everyone else was. That is exactly what happened to me when it came to journaling. I thought that there was some rule, unwritten, some unwritten rule somewhere that meant I had to journal at night. Now, I am a bit of an early riser, and I love to sleep. And I am very blessed with a a capability, if you will, that in most cases, if I put my head on the pillow and I have not like I don't have distractions, no phone in my hand, then I can go to sleep within like three seconds. And my husband even timed me one time. And I actually really love that about myself. So needless to say, I love sleep and I can fall asleep in an instant. And I also have this great ability that I've had my whole life where I can go to sleep anywhere at almost any time. My mom, back when I was little, would do a scrapbook, right? And it would have these pictures of me sleeping in the weirdest places. And I'm not talking like little kids sleeping in weird places. I'm talking like little kid all the way up through teenager, sleeping on hay bales, sleeping like in weird positions. Like it's just, it's a superpower of mine. So I love to sleep. But I had this rule that I needed to journal before I went to bed. So a long day would happen. And frankly, in most cases, it was an emotionally overload kind of day because I wasn't doing the work that I do now and the emotional management work. So there was a lot of emotions, a lot of situations. It would be exhausting. I'd be ready for bed and look at my journal and be like, yeah, I'm just too tired. I want to go to bed. I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to write in this because I feel like I have to write everything down that happened in extreme detail and I have to do it all before I go to bed and my arm gets tired and I'm in bed and so like my arm gets tired, the pen runs out of ink if I hold it up on my knees when I'm laying down and 
just all this stuff that I convinced myself, like, I don't want to journal right now. I'll do it tomorrow. How many people have said that? I'll do it tomorrow. So tomorrow would come and the day would be emotionally wrought with good and negative emotions. I'd have situations happen. I'd go to lunch with a friend and I'd want to share what happened there. And I would get a whole bunch of things done during the day. I'd be ready for bed. I'd get into bed, look at my journal and go, I didn't do it yesterday. And there's so many things that happened today. I have to make up for two days worth of stuff now. And I'm really, really tired. Like this is overwhelming. I'll just get to it on the weekend. I'll spend a Sunday and a couple hours catching up on my journaling. Well, Sunday rolls around. I'm sorry. Who wants to spend hours journaling? I mean, I am making the case with this theme week of episodes on making a case for journaling. Like, I am a big advocate of journaling. I don't want to spend several hours on a Saturday or a Sunday catching up on the entire week and feeling obligated to journal. I don't want to do that now, and I certainly didn't want to do it then. So what happened? I would just let it go. And years would go by before I journaled. And in those years, the fear of other people reading it, the fear of perfection because I had stopped and started so many times, the thought that, oh, I'm going to get this perfect notebook and it will be the thing that motivates me to write at night. That didn't, that didn't work. So I was not getting any of the benefits of journaling. And I found that while it was all these excuses and all these fears, there was this unwritten rule that I needed to journal at night. It was written in stone in my mind, that that's how you journaled. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I found every excuse in the book. But when it really came to it, I was just tired and overwhelmed. And my willpower at the end of the day was shot. So the drive, or even if it was motivation, the inspiration, all of these moments where it was like, I really know I need to journal, weren't enough to overwrite the unwritten rule. So why do I bring this up? It goes back to, do you have this mindset that you can only work out if it's in the morning? You can only be successful if you wake up early? You can only journal if it's at the end of the day? If you have something like that in your brain, I want to expand that. I want to open that up in you today. Because as we're making the case for journaling, it is the perfect time to discover these unwritten rules that you may have. These rules that are hard-coded, that are telling you, if this doesn't work for you this way, something's wrong or you're broken. It's simply not the case. But I thought I was wrong, I was broken. Journaling just wasn't for me. Obviously, because I could never get to it. I could never do it. I was never motivated or inspired enough. And then one day, as I looked over at night, looked at my nightstand, looked at the journal and went, I'll do it tomorrow. I thought, maybe instead of tomorrow night, I'll just catch up in the morning. I'll just, because I wake up early. I'll wake up early. I'll jot down what happened last night and yesterday. 
and then it'll be done and taken care of and I can, I'll be caught up and I can catch up tomorrow night. Like I'll be really good. I'll have written two days in a row or two day, two times in a single day and then I'll have momentum and I'll be great to go. So of course I wake up early. I have all the willpower in the world because I haven't made any decisions yet except for the decision I made last night that I would journal that morning. So I sit down in a chair, not in my bed, and I decide to write. And I write. And then I'm like, that was great. And I move on with my day. And then that night I'm like, oh, I'm going to journal in the morning again. That was really nice. So the next morning I journal again. And I start to see the benefits as I do this day after day after day. It turns out I'm totally meant for journaling. I'm not broken. I'm not wrong. I reap all of the amazing benefits of journaling. All because I had the simple thought, maybe I should do it in the morning instead. And I had to override this rule that had ruled my decisions in journaling for years. I had to override it. So as I'm discussing this and making a case for journaling, I share this with you because not only for journaling, but anything that you want to do, do you have an unwritten rule that doesn't necessarily make sense with your life, right? Doing something the last part of the day when I have no willpower, starting on that moment is probably not the best, at least for me. Doing it first thing in the morning is a no-brainer for me. It's easy to do at that point. But for some people, working out in the morning is terrible and you're sick all day, but in the afternoon or evening, you're fine. So long story short, find what works for you. Check these unwritten rules and specifically check any unwritten rules you have around journaling. The fear about it not being valuable, the fear about perfectionism, the fear of you have to do it a certain way, the fear of other people reading it. Work through those rules and those fears and really start to reap the benefits of journaling. So that said, tune in next week. I will share some more ideas around what you could journal about. But in the meantime, I hope you will try journaling. And remember, you are capable of happiness abound. Hey there, before you go, did you know that I'm a transformational happiness mentor? This means that I have the tools and expertise to help you take your life to the next level. So if you want to be happier, more confident, and achieve your goals, be sure to go to happinessbound.com and click on one-on-one mentoring.